Hello and welcome to Packers POV, a podcast that aims to shine a light on the human behind the helmet. I'm your host, Taylor Rogers, and we are here at historic Lambeau Field. Now, I'm pumped to be joined by our guest today. He's a mammoth of a man, weighing in at 310 pounds and hailing from the Ohio State University, the Green Bay Packers second round selection in the 2021 draft, offensive lineman Josh Myers. How's it going, Josh? Uh, much better after the introduction. I've never been uh, never been called a mammoth of a man, so thank you for that. That was cool. I'm taking that one with me for life. <laughs> okay, good, man. Well, I'm glad. Some people would, would be concerned, and I like that you embrace it. You know, when I'm looking back at some of, uh, you know, your high school tape and uh, photos from that day and age, first of all, you look very different. You've got like a baby face, and you're still a good head taller than anyone in any photo. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I had a I had the baby face for a long time. And uh yeah, I was I will I mean even in high school I was 310 315 as a junior senior in high school, so that weight changed the older I got and, and moved around, but I've been that way for a long time. That's unreal. Mm-hmm. I I want to get into that. First, I'm so curious as to what that's like cuz you were more than double my weight as a high school senior. So I came in at a buck 50 and just got thrown around on every athletic field. So uh, <laughs> it's nice to be talking to someone who didn't have that experience. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, high school, high school sports is obviously incredible. And I had so much fun playing for my hometown team. Uh, and it was, it was a very good time. I had a, a large advantage uh, over the over, over just about every defensive player I ever played against. So it was a good time. And we're talking about Miamisburg, Ohio, mm-hmm. and you got some genes for certain from your dad, who was an offensive lineman at Kentucky, and your mom was a hoop star and Hall of Famer at University of Dayton. So was it no decision that you sort of had to do basketball and football? Yeah, it was. Well, to be honest, it was – basketball at first and my parents were like hesitant to let me play football when I was younger for you know whatever reason contact sport and I begged them into letting me play and in third grade I think was my first year uh and they did they finally caved because I begged so hard and uh it, it kind of snowballed and you know the more the older I got the more it meant to me and eventually I ended up starting for Miamisburg's varsity team my freshman year. And, you know, really at the time, all I was thinking about was starting for Miamisburg and doing my job. And, you know, I'm a young guy on the team. I'm trying to, to find my way. And it just kind of snowballed uh, and turned into a bunch of Division One offers after my freshman year. Uh, and at that point, you know, I was like, OK, I really got to really got to take this thing and run with it. Was Ohio like Friday Night Lights North? essentially like Texas football, like it matters in Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I always got that feel and and still do get that feel for, I think it also depended on what town you were from in Ohio or like what area in Ohio you were from. But I think for, for the most part, the state just loves it. Yeah. Like, I mean, I always felt and Miamisburg that our, our, you know, community loved watching us play and followed us and, you know, supported us an incredible amount. So, yeah, I mean, it very much felt like that my entire high school career. Yeah, and you've got um, some fun social events going on. 
I was reading that your grandmother Mimi would actually host your football parties. I wanted to hear more about that dynamic, how that worked. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't know how how far you dug to find that. You had, you must have dug pretty deep, but uh, yeah, she for years and years and years she did it. I think this season or maybe last season because of COVID was the first year she didn't do it. But this year is the first year she hasn't had a grandson on the team in like 12 years or something crazy like that. So she every year has a big old bonfire and has the entire team over at the end of two a days uh, and cooks for the whole team. And we shoot off fireworks and everything. And so she did it for years and, and finally that's done now, but it was a really cool thing for the team. And was this uh a kind of event that could get a little wild. Like I'm thinking varsity blues a little bit because your high school helmet has that same vertical bar as the West Canaan coyotes. I don't know if anyone's told you that, but I'm getting some resemblances here. No, Mimi, she would never. Uh, well, for one, uh, my, my dad was typically always there. Uh, and my uncle who was my offensive line coach was always there too. And so they would, they would keep it under control, but, I'm sure it would have if they weren't there. (laughs) Well, let's uh, take it into college where it might have gotten a little bit more out of control. Um, You decided with a lot of offers on the table to go to Ohio State. And that transition from high school to freshman year of college is a tricky one, I know from experience. Uh, What was that like for you? And what was the off the field stuff like? Yeah, it was... uh... It was tough. It was one of the one of the hardest things I've ever done for sure. Because, like you said, I came from Miamisburg, which uh, is a great school and a great football program. But when you throw you know an eighteen year old kid in the mix with 20, 22 year old men who have been playing the game for you know it's their fifth season in college football, it's it's a big jump. So it was it was tough at first. I just had a lot of learning to do. There was a huge learning curve, but you know got it figured out just kept working, kept getting better. And no, here I am now because of it. It's a a big time program, of course, and you've got to find ways to take your mind off the game. So at Ohio state, what were some of the things you like to do just to free your mind? Yeah, for me, like I love fishing. So um, I go fishing a lot. Uh, My, my roommates and I really got into cooking and one of them was really good. Would would smoke a whole bunch of different stuff. And, um, you know, we would, we would eat brisket and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and we'd have the offensive line over hang out. Um, so that was mostly what we did. Played some golf. I love golfing. And what's the greatest part about your game when it comes to golf? Oh, um, I swing hard because I can't say it goes straight because it doesn't. I'm swinging hard. So when you connect off the tee box, the thing goes. Oh, it's going. Yeah. It's just a matter of if it's straight or not. What are we talking in terms of yardage roughly when you connect? If I'm really swinging and I connect, I'm going ballpark of 300. Wow. Yeah. Must be nice. (laughs) Now, I do want to just touch base on the jersey number. Okay. Mm -hmm. You transitioned from 58 in high school to 71 to 50 on a special day, and now you're 71. Can you walk us through that? Yeah. So my freshman year at Miamisburg, I was the last person to pick my number, obviously. 
because I was a freshman and 58 was one of the only available options. So that's why I wore it and I just wore it just stuck. Uh, and then once I got to Ohio State, uh, I wanted to change my number. And so I did. I changed it to 71 because that's my dad's number, uh, which was awesome. And I love that number, which is why I still have it now. Uh, and then I got an idea to wear number 50, which was my grandpa's football number. Uh, and I wore it to kind of honor him and my grandma. And then I, you know, got it all um, framed and like real nice and then gave her the, the jersey after the game. Uh, so that was just like a real cool moment for me and my family. Uh, and then I went back to 71 when I, when I got here. That's really sweet that you came full circle because Mimi did all that stuff for you and your football right. team. And now you sort of pay it forward. Right. Yeah, that was, that was kind of the plan of it. She's the type of person who would do anything for anyone, you know what I mean? Uh, and never would ask for anything in return. And I wanted to, wanted to be able to give her a special moment. Beautiful. So you get selected by the Packers and come here to Green Bay. How are you taking to Wisconsin so far? I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, my first six weeks here, uh, I got to do more like moving around. You know, there was a ton of studying going on, obviously trying to learn the offense during that time. But then weekend wise, uh, you know, like I got to go down to Madison. I went up north up into the like UP area. Um, and it's just right down my alley. Like I said, I love fishing. I love golfing. Uh, I'm not a big, like, big city guy. I, I just have never been that way. Um, so this couldn't be more right down my alley. Yeah, you talked about doing some fishing. Now, are we talking fly fishing or bait fishing? Bait fishing. I, I typically, just because I'm from Ohio, I typically bass fish. So I haven't gone for, like, walleye or pike or anything like that much. Um, I honestly, I, I have always stuck with just a good old classic worm um various different ways different rigs that you can set it up on uh for me i think that that never fails what's your favorite fish to eat um my first six weeks i had walleye here that's pretty good how was it prepared fried nice yeah i was up north even further north than green bay and i had it yeah that was really good fresh water probably that when it comes to food, obviously fish is something that you'll do, but how about some of the Wisconsin staples like cheese curds? Have you taken oh. that or do you have a store yet? Oh yeah. My, my, there's a restaurant right next to my apartment uh, and I get their cheese curds as much as I can. Yeah. They're incredible. They're the best cheese curds I've had since I've been in Wisconsin for sure. What's the name of the spot? Hegemeister's. Yeah. The outdoor place on the Fox river. Yeah, their cheese curds are really good. Now, when it comes to Green Bay being here, are there some off-the-field goals you want to go after? Yeah, I got to catch a walleye. Um, I got to, I can't. I haven't yet. I haven't really gone walleye fishing either, though. Um, I'm going to have to do that at some point. Other than that, I don't know. Maybe I, I, I can't say shoot even in golf because that's just not going to happen. But I can always try. What number do you want to break on the golf course? Oh, I think I would be really happy with 82. I've came really close to really close to it before, but never, never under 82. So, well, that's a solid goal. I think it's something that might work on, uh, you know, maybe the day or two before game day when you're sort of trying to get your mind right. 
Yeah. Could be huge. So full circle now, if we went back in time and visited with six foot five high school, Josh, what bit of advice would you share with him? Hmm. I'd probably, I would probably tell him that what he's getting ready to do will be one of the hardest things he'll ever do in his life, uh, but that every second of it's worth it. And you just keep pushing. Probably would be that. I like that. Josh, thank you so much for joining Packers POV. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. That was a good time. And thank you for listening to Packers POV. Take care, stay safe, and see you next time.